the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast with John Taylor and Shan Carr. There's a fly on my head. Oh no, there's a fly on my head. Oh, my <laughs> Last night was crazy. Is this episode 66? Oh my God, I feel 66. Oh my gosh. Every week I'm a year older. It's killing me. The debates were insane. Things went crazy on my Facebook page on everybody else's Facebook page. And we've all had to be sheriffs of our own words lately. So we're here for another episode 66 of I Love Gay Palm Springs. We have a great lineup of people. Uh, Dr. Laura Rush will be with us and Nino from the Standard Magazine for our first half. Um, And then we have uh, Jason Stewart with Belinda Carroll, who is involved in a coming out day thing. Yes. Uh, actually, before that, we're going to hear from Nick Singleton, one of our staff members, who's at the Vacaya, um, Vacaya vacation in Mexico, and, and they was... weathered a hurricane. <laughs> they did. Oh Why? my God, they needed a hurricane. And then James Lindquist from Desert AIDS Project talking to us about the AIDS law. I think that's everybody. Boy, I think that is. That's a good show for today. I hope you'll stay tuned. I wanted to let everyone know that today's podcast brought to you in part by Tori Nissan in La Quinta, the gay desert guide Leaf Nissan. Uh, Nissan Leaf comes from Tori Nissan. See Bob Bailey at Tori Nissan in La Quinta today. Also brought to you in part by DAP Health Center. During COVID-19, Desert AIDS Project innovates with free at-home self-HIV tests that you can have mailed or you can pick up a DAP. Testing has never been easier with DAP's free self-test. It's a simple test, gives you the information you need to know about your HIV status. DAP's HIV self-test can be picked up or mailed to your home to receive your free HIV self-test. Go to gaydeserguide.com and click on the banner. Self-tests are saliva-based, take about 20 minutes to get your results. And if you're not comfortable leaving contact information on the website, you can also call DAP. That number is 760-656-8425. That's 760-656-8425. Or visit DAP's uh, website as well. All right, we are underway. Shall we bring in the, shall we we, uh, allow in the, the two first guests? I think we are slowly getting them to join us. And there they are. Good morning, good morning. Good morning. Oh, was it a rough night, you guys? Huh? Uh, I didn't know. Didn't oh. mess with it. Good. Didn't Just mess with what? D- with the flies. Last week, during our podcast, there was a fly zooming around in front of my face. I thought for sure I'd be able to see it on the video. And I couldn't, but I had one too. I sent I him down. Last I, week as well. I sent so him to maybe, Utah. Maybe we sent our fly out after Penn. There you go. I had that same fly last week. There you go. It's our little our little fly spy. Well, if it weren't for the Aquanet in his hair, it might have I know. been. No, he didn't feel. Obviously, he didn't feel it. You know. So he's got like one of those Mr. Potato Head snap-on hairs. <laughs> oh, it doesn't even look real. <laughs> Comes with. Presidency, actually. Select. Ah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Well, hey, you guys. Thank you so much for being here with us. We're missing John Taylor, who is dealing with family stuff. So thank you for picking up and catching on and following us to a different corner. And uh, we're excited. So I can't help it. We just got to go to Dr. Rush right out of the gate and uh, deal with the BS meter, would you? A BS meter. I, you know, so many things just were difficulty to just stand by and watch, you know, from the way Trump was was in and out of Walter Reed Medical Center so quickly, um, being released probably way before he should have been released, in my opinion. Um, I, I don't think necessarily that was his doctor's decision. I think that was him doing what we would consider leaving against medical advice, leaving AMA. He probably was loaded up with his dexamethasone, felt like Superman, and wanted to get the hell out of there. And it would explain his manic tweeting, you know, following as soon as they gave him his phone back, because it was clearly evident that he didn't have it for at least 24 hours, or there was blissful silence on Twitter. Right. So, you know, I... Yeah, I don't know what's what's happening with him now. He does not look well. 
you know, the COVID, you know, you can have symptoms up to 14 days. So we're still waiting for that cytokine storm to come and wreak havoc with his body. I, he is not out of the woods by any stretch of the imagination. Hmm. And it's, he's doing it's a, he's re, it's, re, it's wreaking havoc on his brain even more so than what it has been, but he has been. So it's, it's hard I mean, to say if that's the COVID, right? Or versus if that's the steroids. Yeah, because he had that Evita moment, and that was just, you know, I was like, what? And he, you could see that he was he couldn't breathe properly. I mean, the whole bit. I mean, it was just. Well, you know, the walking up the stairs, I saw that, too. And I was like, you know, that could just because he's pathetically out of shape. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, he did walk up, what's the equivalent of, what, about two flights of stairs? Mm -hmm. So he could have been and wearing a mask. He could have been huffing and puffing for that reason. Yeah. But he's uh, to, to watch and see what he's looking like when he's not exerting himself, if he's feeling, really feeling out of breath. But he looks awful. Um, he was standing there on the balcony, I was thinking of my old joke where I said, don't cry for me, I'm on Tina, right? Like, <laughs> he's on some stuff. Yeah, all right. He's on some high doses of some stuff. And, you know, when you, when you read reports that even his family is worried about his behavior, you know, be that hearsay or, or, or truth, we as a country should be worried about his behavior. This is not normal behavior. Um, no. And he's got the codes. Like he's like he's a button away from mm. saying, you know, gee, North Korea, you, uh, you know, you've wronged me today. Right. Which means, you know, that's unfortunately that's the issue. There's uh, there's it's, no stopping I, that. Correct. Well, it, it's curious to see what you know what his physicians will say after the fact. You know, when things sort of die down and when they can actually come back out and speak, but. You know, part of the issue is when you, his physicians were giving very vague information. Part of the issue is they are skirting in the line of violating HIPAA. So well, they, they, just said, they said that those people had to sign a non-disclosure this morning. They just announced that last time he went to the hospital, he made everybody sign a non-disclosure. Wow. Well, it's obvious that they were. You know, I mean, t technically they can't say anything unless he releases them and, and says, yes, yeah, sure, you could you could talk about it or he talks about it. But... Some of the questions that we're asking, they were asking his physician were, you know, I'm like, he can't answer those questions. Right. And these journalists should know better. Sure. You know, they, they should know better. They were attacking his credentials without understanding. They were attacking 120,000 other physicians in this country, too. So uh, that whole thing just went sideways for, for Trump and for the media in general. I was very disappointed in how the media handled that. I have an idea. I think maybe... The doctors could release his taxes and the Supreme Court could release his <laughs> medical records. What do you think? Yeah. Oops, I, I pressed the wrong button. <laughs> you know, both Brad and Nino, you are both media people and you're yes. constantly putting out information. And uh, how have you dealt with avoiding or facing these issues? Well, what I try to do, obviously, in the magazine is just to try to get information out as best as I can, you know, um, and not step over the line or let my actual opinion get involved, um, right. although it's really hard right now. I mean, it's yeah. really, really hard. And I try to skirt the issue by just putting in certain things. And, and like on my personal Facebook page, I will blast this, that, and the other, but on the, on the um, uh, standard page, I try not to, but it, it's obvious. I mean, I, I have an LGBTQ publication, so, right. you know, um, I, I'm not going to sugarcoat a lot of things if I don't, if, you know, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have to. Yeah. I mean, I should give our community what it deserves. I mean, I'm not going to, you know, I, 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 and I do uh, like, like, like I'm, like I'm human, like everybody else, like certain yeah. things happen. Like yesterday when the governor of Puerto Rico decided to endorse Trump, uh, I, I blew a gasket. I mean, I, I, I couldn't believe that she did that. I mean, I, so I even put jokingly, let's put her in a cage with, with the, with the mayor of, of San Juan, who, who, who will definitely kick her butt. You know, because she's yeah. a hardcore girl. I mean, and she's yeah. really good. And she doesn't, I mean, she took on Trump big time. So, I mean, but I, I don't get it. I don't understand why she's doing it. Uh, nobody does. None of my family, none of my friends back there, they don't understand what's going on with it. But those are the sort of things, you know, that, I, that I, you know, that, that I try to kind of separate the two, but, I, but you can't. It, yeah, it is tough. Puerto Rican. I'm yeah. sorry? 
just to clarify for everybody who doesn't know every wrinkle in your face like us, you are Puerto Rican. <laughs> what are you talking about wrinkles? Uh, yeah, I am. <laughs> oh, I so oh my God. <laughs> Brad, how are you dealing with the same issue? Skirt the issue. Um, <laughs> you know, Gay Desert Guide, when I started this, it was really just all about the fun and the excitement and the events and the, you know, going out of Palm Springs. And, so you know, was what this to podcast. Do. So was the podcast. Right. We were just talking about, like, the good stuff that was happening. And, you know, we – so so personally um, – Obviously, I'm 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 way on the left side. Um, the website has to talk about some of the things that are happening: COVID testing, wearing a mask. We've had to to make sure that that's all front and center, so that when guests are coming to Greater Palm Springs from all over the country, they know to wear masks. They know that you can't go to a restaurant or to a bar or to a bathhouse like you used to. So we've had to be informative on those things. Um, we've not really done much in terms of, um, of opinion. Uh, I, when I write the beginning to my blog on Mondays and Thursdays, that's where I insert some opinion. And I just kind of give a rundown of what's going on. I make some snarky comments, uh, and that's it. And the rest of what the site is all about is still discovering what's happening in Greater Palm Springs. But now, of course, with the, you know, the political, uh, we've, we've made sure that people know how to vote. We know that they, we, where they can get tested for COVID or HIV, for example. Anything along those lines, we've really had to be informative and be more of a public service than I ever thought we would uh, end up being. Sure. I feel like we're at the tipping point right now uh, between being in red and having to go back to purple. We're right on that line right now. Talk to us right. a little bit about what's happening. We've seen a few increase in the cases. Um, some were in, in the institutions and prisons, but some of them are, are local as well. But we're seeing it across the country. And, you know, we've been talking about this all summer. This is not unexpected. We knew we were going to see this sort of second wave, this increase come as flu season came. So it is sort of an expected seasonal increase, but it doesn't make it any less worrisome that I think people are getting, you see the term COVID fatigue. We're all tired of it. We're sure. tired of not living our lives the way we want to. It's, you know, going on, what, eight months now? Mm -hmm. It's exhausting. Right. Um, having to wear a mask, not being able to, you know, go to work, kids being home. I think people are getting a little lax and this is not the time to do so. So it's, as we're seeing these blips, it's being extra, extra cautious when you go mm -hmm. out. You got to remember to wash your hands. Yeah. You got to remember to wear the mask. Um, stay home when, when you can. I, I just see a lot of laxity across the city of Palm Springs, you know, going out. Laxity after. award. Yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. What you know, I got, I got laxative. Is that uh, no, 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 oh, no, that's yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. Sorry. So <laughs> I got, I got, I got slapped with a potential um, uh, exposure this week. My neighbor yeah. whom I'd had a birthday lunch with last weekend. And then I went out with my friends on Saturday and had a, you know, it's post birthday celebration. So he thought for sure he had it. He had fever, cough, like all the symptoms got tested. The test came back this morning negative for him. So he must have had some kind of, uh, of, a, of a flu. But what's interesting is, you know, even through all that we're doing right now, he's very careful about masking when he's out and about, uh, walking around, etc. So you figure that even somebody who's that careful still got some kind of a flu virus through all of the care that he's taken. And so you can see where something like COVID, which is much more uh, virile, I guess. Um, virulent, yeah. yeah. Virulent, thank you. Um, you can see why that, why that occurs as well. Yeah. Talk about that though, please, Laura. How, why, why COVID would be more virulent? Well, I mean, you could see there, some data just came out showing that just the number of deaths caused by COVID is already higher than the number of flu deaths in the last five years. Five years. So, yeah, mm -hmm. so it's, wow. it's tremendously deadly. It's because it's not, doesn't cause just flu-like symptoms and then your body gets over it. It is wreaking havoc in the body. It is causing long-term, the big word, sequelae, long-term effects on the body that's, that can last, lung damage, brain damage, all other things that are happening. And so it's not just a flu. 
Yeah. For God's sakes, I keep trying to smile. And, you know, they're just very little to smile about at this All point. Right. I'm hoping in three weeks we're gonna have a great big thing to smile about. Right. You know, nice. I'd we can keep our fingers crossed because I just, you know, going back to COVID and mask wearing and, and having our president not even setting a good example. I think Pence addressed this last night when they basically asked him, you know, you guys aren't wearing masks. How do you expect the rest of the country to follow suit and to take your advice to wear a mask? And you know, his response was, well, we're assuming that the American people are smart and they can make these decisions for themselves. It's sort of yeah. do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. Which is not how you lead a country. That is not great yeah. advice. They're not setting good examples, not for kids and not for people that don't know better. Right. You know? I, yeah, no, like I was gonna say, that's a great segue into what's happening in the Standard Magazine this month. Yes, you tell. yeah, let's chat about it. Basically, it's all about the vote and how important the vote is uh, this year. Obviously, it's, it's going to be an election uh, of a lifetime, and it's going to, you know, vote or die kind of thing, and that's yeah. no, no truer than what it means. I mean, uh, and what I did or what we tried to do with the magazine this time was get uh, a little bit of different uh, aspects from different areas. We got a national aspect from NCLR. Um, we got input from a local politician, Lisa Middleton, okay. um, and we even got uh, some on-the-street uh, reporting from several, including Shan, threw a little uh, comment in there. And um, but it, but basically, with all of those different articles, and even our our contributing writers, our monthly writers, even threw in some information and what their feeling was about the the this election, and the main consensus is everybody needs to get out there and vote and get rid of crazy. Yep. And, um, you know, so, so, uh, it was, it was an, it was an easy as well as a difficult issue to do because everybody wanted to, to supply information to us and everybody wanted to talk to them, you know, express their opinion about what was going on and, and, and um, and why it, it this is so important i mean and 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 vote early vote on time i mean this yeah. whole thing i don't know i know that they've been sending out the ballots already here in california uh yeah. some friends of mine up in san francisco already got theirs um yeah, they haven't sent them out here no they say i it's called registrar registrar voters they said between the uh the, the when they say the sixth and the the fifteenth, the, the latest. If you haven't received it by then, to call and find out what the hell's going on with it. And also, they're saying that you should, if you plan on, on, on obviously mailing your vote in, they say to put two stamps on it. Um, that way, you know, it, they have to. It kind of rushes. It gives it a priority if that's if, it, if it's you know, postage or take it to a ballot box. Yeah. Drop it in. I mean, yeah. you, you want to make sure that your vote counts. I mean, and that's, that's the biggest, biggest thing. And then also what we did um, for the mag in the magazine, we have uh, there's two books that came out uh, and our book reviewer, um, Terry, she sent me two reviews and usually I only put one review in the magazine each month, but this, this, this month I wanted to, to, to emphasize one is on Ruth, Ruth Bader Ginsburg and the other one's on Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris. And, um, uh, they're really, really good books and they're really good uh, reviews and, and information and people should try to pick up those books because they're really good. And, people and on the fun also, side, yeah, on the fun yeah, side, right, right, exactly. we have, uh, you know, when all of the, the seriousness of this, this issue comes to, to light, then you'll see that there's an article on uh, nude yoga. So, you know, when you when you get, you know, some of the, it reduces some of that stress from the, from the pandemic, from all the crazy, and just take up your clothes and just do your thing. So, and it's, it's an event that's happening at uh, an Indulge, actually, next month. Yeah. Uh, Nato, tell us how to get to the Standard Magazine, please. Well, you can go to our website, which is thestandardps.com, and you could click on Current Issue. You could also subscribe, and it's free. You could send in your, uh, just shoot your email over to info at thestandardps.com and tell us you want to get it every month. It'll be in your inbox. You could also check it out on Facebook, on Twitter, and all those places. Great, Nino. Yes. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Glad to have both of you here today. Dr. Laura Rush, any parting words of wisdom today? Get, get out and vote. 
Yeah. You know, we, you know, we, we, that's the best thing we can do right now because we cannot afford physically and mentally another four years of this. Oh, we can't. Without sounding sexual, strap it on and get out the vote. Ha- yeah, to, to save the world from, from this, you know, an epic disaster and further COVID disaster. We, it we is global. Know. It is true. It is global. It's a global thing here. It's, it's funny how we, we influence that whole global arena. I mean, absolutely. It, it, it's, it's yeah. crazy. Thank so. you so much to both of you. I know things are a little chaotic this morning. No We're problem. glad you got no here. And uh, we'll see you again soon. All right. All right. You guys have a great weekend. One last thing. Okay. Yes, Neo. Uh, Brad, uh, just wanted to promote again the IBC Big Gay <gasps> Bear Hunt. Oh, my God, of course. In all and... of our craziness. <laughs> yes, the fun <laughs> part of what we're doing together. Yes. Oh, my God. And, um, of course. We, we, I, Brad, you emailed me yesterday. We uh, said that we do have some some bites, uh, but I also uh, resent out everything again on yes last night, uh, Facebook to see yes. us last minute uh, takers and so on. Right. So so, so let's take thirty seconds because she, the three of the three or four of us are involved, and I think Dr. Laura Rush, you might be able to come on board as a bear if you want to this weekend, but. Uh, <laughs> Well, she's got a Harley, for God's sake. Honorary bear. Do I have to grow hair in my chest? No, no, no. It's all it's all frame of mind. That's you, can be a, uh, you can be an otter. Uh, yeah. But we are doing uh, gay speed dating for bears with IBC, International Bear Convergence, uh, on Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening. Shan is going to be helping us with that a little bit as well, and that's uh, promoted with the, the men event. And so, yes, getting all the bears together for dating. And uh, I think if you, uh, for those of you watching the podcast today, if you use uh, code GDG50, we'll give you 50% off your admission to Saturday's dating event. So, you know, thank you so much. And I'm so sorry we forgot that. And all the haste of moving uh, Zoom calls around today. It's uh, okay. I I, I neglected that. And so we are so happy that you're working with us on that. And we'll always. always. I'm here for you. Dr. Laura Rush. And All right. from the Standard Magazine. Thank we'll you, guys. See you again soon. Thank you, guys. Have a great weekend. You, you too. too. All right. And now, look who's joined us. Where's all the thunder and lightning and rain and everything else that the uh, that the uh, the hurricane brought us or brought you, Nick Singleton from Gay it's, Desert Guide? It's definitely not here today. We have a beautiful, sunshiny day. Um, the past couple of days were a little frightening. <laughs> So hop so, us to the story. You're you're in, outside of Cancun. We right? are south of Cancun, probably about an hour an hour's drive. Yeah. We're at um, Unico two zero eight seven uh, Riviera Maya, a uh, beautiful resort. Um, I'm in a hammock chair, so I can swing I around. I can tell. I can swing <laughs> well, around. Show us the pool. Show us the pool. You, oh my gosh! You can yeah, see my flamingos cool. back there in the background. While, we, while I've been sitting here, my local host has come by and uh, made sure that vodka service was going to be uh, brought to our room before long. <laughs> what? It's only, what, 9, 10.30 there? Yeah, 10.30. It's, I think it's 1 o'clock is what time he's got it pretty standard to, de- to deliver. So Why we, were at, we were out at the pool last night still having drinks delivered poolside till about midnight. <laughs> Girl. So, so Nick, this is a Vakaya uh, vacation, and you went down, uh, and really, this tropical storm was kind of a barely a blip on the the proverbial radar, and then all right. of a sudden, uh, it became a hurricane. Yes, it it uh, grew into a Category Four, <laughs> and I think it broke records like the fastest storm to ever uh, yeah. increase that intensity. Yeah. Um, but you know the day, that day that it really increased, they decided that they were going to move everybody in the resort into the uh, convention center hall. So we bunked with uh, two hundred plus other men Story. and and women uh, in in this convention hall overnight while rain and I didn't hear any thunder, but there was a lot of heavy rain. Didn't really hear any wind. Mostly, honestly, it was a snore fest. You could hear snoring more <laughs> more than you could the rain. <laughs> I would have been too embarrassed to sleep. How was I going to hook up my CPAP? What did they uh, do? Oh, life? you know what? Actually, CPAP people had a different room that had... Um, Thank God. <laughs> yeah, because it was in case we lost power, those yeah. were on an emergency generator. So they did have 
amazing. That set up for people that had CPAPs. For people who don't know, Vakaya is a fairly new travel company. Uh, I've been on a few of their trips. You've now been on a few of their trips. And they're a company that's taking things a little bit differently. They're shooting really hard at trying to create a co-ed um, right. mixed LGBTQ. Like, they're not just yeah. saying they're LGBTQ. They're reaching out to try and actually achieve that. And uh, I love what they do. Uh, and you're having a great time, I'm sure. And actually, the excitement, I have to admit, I've been at probably four hurricanes on a gay vacation. Yeah. And, oh, wow. And they, it is amazing. Like, they, an entire resort <laughs> was almost destroyed and then rebuilt within 24 hours. And the vodka oh, wow. never stopped coming. <laughs> they stopped serving alcohol during the <laughs> storm here. You, they closed down all bar service. So you like, at what time? Um, pretty much when they told us we had the shelter in place. So for about probably 16 hours, there was no bar service. Wasn't there a ton of booze in your own room? Don't they deliver not a, to your room? Not a lot. I mean, if you happen to have had some delivered, you could have taken that and drank and, you know, drank the, um, beers that they had in the refrigerators. We had some vodka that we had been b building up, but I was like, you know what, just in case something bad happens, I don't want to be <laughs> worst case scenarios when that sucker was growing into a cat four was going through my mind. Like, you know, we're just hundreds of feet away from the beach. I'm like, what? Oh, if, yeah. Yeah. What if we get a big storm surge and we have to run for cover up in yeah. you know, the higher it stories did, of the building? It did slow down to a cat two all of a sudden as fast as it was moving. Is that it did. And then it hit about an hour north of you, right? Yeah, we lucked out. I don't think we had maybe minor tropical storm winds because once yeah. we walked out yesterday, there were the most damage I saw were leaves all over the place. It's kind of like the Wizard of Oz after the tornado and they've landed yeah. in Oz, right? You were back in uh, you were Oz. back in Never Never in Oz. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you so, weren't in Kansas anymore where the tornado know. was striking. Hey, right. Hey, hey. We love you, and we're glad you checked in from Mexico, and that you're back to having a sunny, alcohol-filled <laughs> vacation. We said enjoy. Absolutely, we'll enjoy, see. Nick. All right, we'll see you all next week. Thanks. Bye. 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 Hey, well, now we have Belinda Carroll and Jason Stewart. Both of them are doing a kick-ass coming-out day comedy show, and virtually, of course, right? Um, yeah. Well, partially. I, I, that's what I was going to say. Will you clarify that and start us out, please? Belinda, welcome to the show, you two. Hello. Uh, yes, so it's going to be uh, mostly virtual. It's going to be on YouTube-Pride Northwest, and then also on X-Ray FM, uh, which is a radio station here, uh, and then their live Facebook feed. So it'll be showing several places. And, uh, and But then on top of that, we're going to be actually be in a uh, theater, and so there's a theater here that's called yeah. Curious Comedy Theater. And years ago, uh, like a few years ago, she outfitted the theater as a uh, television station uh, with like, HD movie th cameras and like all the, the appropriate uh, microphoning and such. And, uh, and so during this, that's really come in handy. So we're going to be in a <laughs> theater. And so I'll be in a theater space with my co-host. And then we'll have a very spaced five-person audience. And we'll have, um, yeah, yeah. Well, crazy. <laughs> I know we're really going people. gamebusters on this one. So we got uh, five people, and then we got three tech people. So we'll have eight people total, in, in addition to us, which makes ten, in the theater. And everybody's going to get have temperature texts, and everybody's going to have uh, uh, we're going to have safety precautions. Everybody will have masks on, unless they're actually like drinking. Related, please be very careful about flies. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, so Keep funny. those flies away. So, yeah, so it'll be crap there. So if you don't have any crap there, I think they may not come to you. So it'll be okay. Yeah, I think we'll be okay. I think we might be fine unless unless Pence wanders in. But hey, oh. so uh, so the cool thing about the show is that I'm doing uh, I'm doing a bunch of comedians, doing like 25 comedians, and then we're interdispersing it with. Um, we're not just doing a Zoom show. We're we're interdispersing uh, interviews. So I'm going to be interviewing people. Um, like Suzanne Westenhofer and uh, Jen Kober and uh, Kristen Key and Sandra Valls and like all these great people. Fabulous. And we're also going to show crowd clips from before times. And so people are actually introducing their own clip. So they're telling us what our, their favorite stand-up set is. 
and where they're from. And so I've got people from Kuala Lumpur, uh, Vietnam, uh, Israel, uh, UK, and they're all pure identified. Palm Springs. Yeah, in Palm Springs, <laughs> and they're all pure identified. Jason is right. dying. He needs focus. Jason, I know he does. Oh. He has to be focused on. It's just the way it is. I know. I know. Let him have <laughs> Jason. Here's your light. It's okay. I love Linda. I met, yeah. her, I met her like yeah. 10 years ago, and I, I'm in love with her. And so, I, so let's back up for a second, because what this is all about, and we, we, we kind of glossed over that at the beginning, this is the 32nd anniversary of NCOD, National Coming Out Day. October 11th is National Coming Out Day. Um, this was started back in 1988. And we celebrate uh, coming out. All of us have our own coming out stories. We've had struggles. We've had uh, good experiences and bad experiences. And National Coming Out Day is to support people who are coming out of the closet, right? So uh, that's where the, uh, the whole thing came from. And yeah. this is a great observance and a really wonderful way during COVID to bring all these people together from all over the world in one uh, fell swoop. Jason, tell us your coming out story, quickly. Well, first, first I'll tell you that uh, National Coming Out Day came out of the experience workshop for The Advocate, which I was involved oh, yeah. in. Yeah, so that was sort of really exciting to be a teeny weeny part of it. Yes. And it, it took a number of years for that to happen, so that was really exciting. I came out uh, in 1993 on the Geraldo show and it was absolutely a frightening experience because I was so scared. No one had ever done it. It was before Ellen, before Ricky, before Elton, before all the people that had come out that, that were out now. And you had no idea what to expect. And I have to say, uh, I always say to people, you know, living in the closet is like standing on the shoes where there's hat boxes and crap in the way. Every once in a while, someone opens up the door, flashes on a light, takes something out really fast, and then slams the door in your face. And that's how we all used to make our decisions. Ta-da. Ta-da. Come out, come out wherever you are. It's really much better out here. Look, look at all of us together. Well, so go ahead. Uh, what's my coming out story? Yeah. Okay, I came out in uh, 1993 as well, but not on Geraldo. Uh, <laughs> I came out uh, when I was actually, I think it was 92. But I came out, uh, I came out when I was uh, very young. I was like 16 years old, 15. And I, uh, I came out to my missionary Southern Baptist mother and my very conservative family <laughs> and they were all shocked and they were all freaked out and uh they kind of still are uh, i'm kind of the, the, kind of the pink unicorn of the family uh of the family of sheep uh it's uh and so yeah so i came out into uh that and then i started uh being i started activism directly afterwards. i started i started activism when i was 16. quickly brad coming out situation story yeah, so I was double your age, Belinda. I was 30-ish when I came out. I wrote a letter to my parents. I was living in a small town in northern Michigan. I thought it was time. A friend of mine had passed from, uh, from AIDS, and mm -hmm. I thought it was time to tell my folks. So I wrote a letter, and I waited for their response. I waited for them to call me on the landline because we didn't have cell phones, and uh, they called and cried and accepted me for who I was, and uh, I had great acceptance, so I've had a really good experience throughout my family. You have amazing parents um, who are very involved in our community, which I love, yeah. as is mine. My favorite short coming out story is uh, I'd been out for about two years, and I was already a comedian, and there was a the Northwest Service Center. I was performing at the Northwest Service oh, Center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah where my whole family lives, and the only person who didn't know was my grandma. She found out by driving by the marquee that said Friday night, lesbian comedian, Chan Carr. <laughs> I always say she told my mother and said, I don't know if Chan is a lesbian now, but apparently by Friday, she will be. You might want to call her if there's anything you can do about it. So on that note, I'm sorry it's been really rushed today. I thank you for finding your way through a whole yeah, bunch of Yeah, so, and, and so yeah, give us the links one more time of there where you're know. going to, uh, where How people find can find your event. And we'll, of course, put it into our, uh, podcast uh, uh, synopsis as well, but Belinda. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you want me to put it? Uh, it's uh, it's YouTube slash Pride Northwest is where the show is going to be. Got you it. can find us on Facebook at International Coming Out Day Extravaganza, yes. and then you can also find us on uh, the Instagram at Coming Out Day Comedy. 
Okay. Oh, good. Pick three different names. That was great. That was fabulous. <laughs> oh, and you can find out more information at pridenorthwest.org where we have all the information. And then we're going to be putting the links up so you can chat to the headliners that are being interviewed and ask them questions. Pridenorthwest.org. Yeah. Jason, we love you. We love having you in town. Thank you so much for having, for being with us today uh, with National Coming Out Day on October 11th. We're so happy that we're all out and proud and able to do things like the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. Who would know? Who would know 30 years ago that we'd all be right here? I know. Right. I know. Here Thank it is. Thank you so much. Thanks. Have a great day. Bye, you guys. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Good to see you, Belinda. Good to see you. Get out. <laughs> Here we go. And now our final guest for today, we have James Lindquist from the Desert AIDS Project, and he's going to catch us up a little bit on how the upcoming AIDS walk is going to go. James? Good morning. Thank you so much, Anne, for having me today, and, and I'm so excited. Hi, James. Um, we, good morning, Brad. How are you? <laughs> We're doing good great. Good to see you. You too. Um, again, and thank you both for letting me be on this and, and for doing this. This is, this is awesome. And, um, you know, we're, we're about two weeks away from the walk, which is going to be on October 23rd and 24th. And, you know, it's different this year in that we're not able to do it in person, um, which is sad because we're not going to see everyone. Um, but I think, you know, as being an agency that works throughout the Valley and, and has health care throughout the Valley, it, it's actually a, a great opportunity for us to showcase the Valley um, because we are going to have over five, six, seven different routes that we're suggesting for people to walk um, in their areas. Um, if people want to walk in their neighborhood, that's great. If they want to do uh, one of the walks that we have on there, Chan, thank you so much for highlighting Demuth. I'm excited that we have a, a route for Demuth. Um, you know, it's just a, a great, you know, walk in your neighborhood, walk at the gym. Um, if you want to walk around your own house, that's, that's fine. Um, and we know we'll have people that don't walk this year, and, and that's fine too. It's just the idea of being coming together to support uh, Desert AIDS Project right now. I know that people are craving that togetherness and maybe the walk can happen twos and fours at a time, wherever you may be. Be safe, wear your mask, keep your distance, gossip, walk, right? Whatever it is yeah. you've got to do. James, yeah. what I really loved was the fact that when I registered um, uh, for the walk this year, I received in the mail my mask and my hope mask, and I've been wearing it. In fact, I'm sorry I don't have it as my front. <laughs> Do you have one handy? Do you have one handy in front of you? I was just looking for it. I just oh, I, I had my other one, and I yeah. We lost our props this morning, but I have a hook by my front door that has like twelve freaking masks on a hook by the door, and my <laughs> rear like view mirror has like looks like a bunch of underwear hanging from the rear view mirror, but it's just masks. They're everywhere. It's well, funny. Someday, you, it, it's funny you talk about masks. I did my car wash yesterday, and I have all these masks throughout everything. And the woman, after she came out, she was like, "You got a lot of masks, don't you?" <laughs> <laughs> so well, I maybe someday, when when this pandemic's over, maybe we'll be able to wear them as uh, as uh, as underwear, <laughs> as thongs. <laughs> it'll be our th it'll be our new thong. We'll have a we'll have a that's a that's a great party idea, right? Wear your mask as a thong. <laughs> Oh, and okay. then Shan, uh, <laughs> you have one over each breast. You could, you know, you'd have two more. This so is maybe he is not a comedian. I know, <laughs> but I could just the visual of that would be so funny. Oh my God, you're terrible. It, I do uh, want to it's say interesting. <laughs> Desert AIDS Project does a whole bunch of work in the community. They were among the first to start to offer uh, testing for COVID. Yeah. Yes. Right, and yeah. now even that is progressing. Tell us something about that. So we've tested over 3,000 people since March. Um, you know, we've been uh, a large impact in helping make sure that with the hospitals that they haven't had to see such an increase in people getting tested. We've been uh, an opportunity for people who may be low or no income to have a space to go where they feel safe uh, in getting tested and knowing that, you know, we care and that it's not only getting tested, it's helping you what's next in line for if you need care. Um, whether that be, you know, staying at home and taking care of yourself, um, or if we needed any kind of additional um, uh, assistance with, with depending on, on what their symptoms are. You know, and, and to that point, uh, in fact, one of the campaigns that we're helping to run right now for a Desert AIDS Project is the, uh, 
at home and self HIV tests. So yes. one, of the, one of the benefits of supporting Desert AIDS Project and supporting all this work is not only things like uh, COVID testing when it's, in, when, it's, when it's a national emergency, but the, um, this is so innovative. I'm really proud of what you're doing. Basically, you. Uh, you can go uh, online to Desert AIDS Project. We've got advertising on our site. You'll see it on Grinder and Scruff and a lot of other places too. And just fill out a simple form and uh, you'll have a HIV test mailed to you. And in 20 minutes, it's saliva-based. In 20 minutes, that test yeah. result comes back so you know your HIV status. You know, someday I bet we'll have a COVID test like that as well. But for now, we certainly have an HIV test that can do that. And it's at no cost to, uh, to the consumer. So I think right. that's just a wonderful thing that Desert AIDS Project is innovating during this time. No need to come in for HIV testing. No need to go to a testing site, which would, you know, create all kinds of issues uh, during the COVID era. And these uh, self-tests, no matter where you uh, reside, are available through Desert AIDS Project. And, and I'm glad you mentioned that, Brad, because, you know, during COVID, one of the things we have seen is, you know, people like I've been positive for it since 2004. And so I've been very fortunate in that the medications we have have helped me extend my life lifetime and you know it's pretty much we look at hiv now and we're like oh you just take a pill it's no big deal but because of covid what happened is that people lost their health care and whether that was people were on prep or they were not on prep or whatever um, we have seen an increase in new hiv cases we've had over 20 new hiv cases that we've done here since the beginning of covid that people have become i mean we've done 20 new people that have become positive so it's not a disease that has gone away it's not right. something that we need to stop talking about or being you know conscious of um, not only with the HIV, but STD increases. Um, and what this has allowed us to do also is that we sent to people that were incarcerated and in treatment, you know, people are going to have sex, let's be honest, you know, not just gay men, but, you know, people like to have sex. So let's be safe about it. So we sent over 500 testing kits to people that were incarcerated and in treatment so that we can make sure that they were being safe and that other people were protected as well. Um, the HIV kits, yes, I agree. I think it's a great idea. And I'm excited that, you know, we do, you can get kits for COVID testing sent to your house um, through LabCorp. Okay. Um, it's not something that we do, but it is the, the opportunity and we, we do can yes. help with that. Um, but, you know, I, I know that we're definitely looking at, you know, there's even going to be um, in this winter um, new kits that will be even more rapid than what we have right now that can test for influenza and um, for COVID. So, wow. you know, it's, it's just, it's what's, you know, you look at some of these things that happen and, you know, this is a pandemic and it's sad and, you know, we have things that are affecting our economy, but it's just the innovation um, that comes from it and the conversations. I mean, this was the HIV kits were an innovation from our community health team and our CG Tobe who directs that team yeah. um, of like, you know, hey, we need to do something. And, you know, it was from conversations that were from you guys and from conversations that were in our community of, you know, we need to be safe. We need to have a way to be safe and, and still support one another. So HIV, we can't take our eye off the ball. One no. little step back, one breath of inattentiveness, and I hear we already have these 20 new cases. So we're grateful that you're on, on the job, and it's one place. The AIDS Walk, as you raise money here, the money goes uh, here. The solutions yeah. created by the money goes here. Yeah. And uh, so we suggest that you sign up for Desert AIDS Walk. Uh, you can go one of eight or nine different routes. I think yeah. in uh, Duluth Park, I'm going to encourage people to start their walk on the hour at the mm -hmm. playground. Like any hour, you can show up at midnight and maybe somebody, don't go to the bathrooms and get distracted, guys. <laughs> I'm just saying. Show up at the, anytime on the hour and maybe there will be two or three other people who you can walk safely with and I love be nice that to idea. have a little conversation with somebody new. So thank you so much, James Lindquist. Yeah, thank James, you. Thanks for you. That, thanks for all, all the right. work in the Desert AIDS Project and thanks for joining us today on the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. Thank you so much, Brad. Thank you, Shan. Right. Well, Shan, it's just you and me, kid. Yes. And we have had uh, quite an adventure today. John Taylor, um, who is normally with us, is uh, unfortunately um, dealing with some family issues and he's uh, been unfortunately a little sidelined, but we certainly, uh, we've been getting by today. We certainly have indeed. And Thank what I wanted- you. 
We thank John Taylor for carrying this every week, recording it, editing it, putting it together, having the Zoom channel. Where hearts are with you in Florida as you take care of your mommy. We miss you and we can't wait to have you back. No doubt. Well, I want to do a couple of things. One, as I got, as we were going, as, we, as we're recording this on Thursday morning, which is the 8th of October, I got some breaking news about Southwest Airlines. So the flights begin November 15th, so literally like five or six weeks away. The flights will be, I love this, they'll be going to Oakland, Phoenix, and Denver. Cool. And the thing I love about that, um, you know, with Oakland, you're just a BART ride away from San Francisco, right? So yeah. you've got another, another option to get to San Francisco. And then Phoenix and Denver, both kind of hubs for Southwest, and that allows you to go literally, you know, thousands of places. Now, the routes will go, uh, the, the prices will start as low as $49 in each direction, which I think is a pretty good deal. Um, and let's see, there'll be one daily to Denver, three times daily to Phoenix, and twice daily to Oakland. So we'll have that article up on Gay Desert Guide shortly, but I'm really excited about that. You may, it may not sound like much to people outside of Palm Springs, but those six flights are a big deal to be able to go anywhere without having to fly to LA for 11 minutes and sit there for three hours and wait well, those for of us, Yeah, those of us who like Southwest, our, our option was to drive into uh, Ontario. To Ontario. Yeah. And you know, that brings up, it's almost it's an hour or so in and then you have to park and pay for parking and everything else. And yeah, LAX, I don't even go to, I wouldn't even consider flights out of LAX anymore. It's just, did, it's- as a comedian, I am con well, I used to be constantly yeah. <laughs> getting onto a plane, and I just did not let people fly. People always want to try and fly me out of LAX. Yeah. I mean, that is a three-hour drive, a two-hour wait for an international flight on top of that. If your three-hour drive works, you almost have to go the day before in case some hideous 405 stuff stops you for two hours and then you got to put your car in long-term parking for 10 days it just uh, people don't understand it is a big deal to have more service even though i live six blocks from the airport and every big plane that leaves shakes my body uh, i know i know do it to it glad to have you southwest indeed all right so here's what's happening around greater palm springs from gay desert guide our email newsletter is going out today you'll be able to read this as a blog post on gaydesertguide.com sign up for our email as we send it out every week and let you know about all these great things happening indian wells moved their art festival to a virtual event this year that happens friday through sunday they've got video chats with the artists um, and then you can uh, buy actually online. So I'm excited about that. Um, Paint El Paseo Pink is this weekend for, I believe, breast, breast cancer. cancer awareness, if I'm not mistaken. That is Saturday morning. And they're doing it as a virtual walk, just like Desert AIDS Project is doing their virtual walk as well. Um, our friends at Boucher are doing their virtual wine tasting on Saturday with French wines and a charcuterie sampling. How'd I do? Charcuterie? Uh, what? <laughs> charcuterie. Charcuterie. Um, well in the Desert is, uh, they're, they're doing a clothing drive for Well at the Desert through CV Rep. And that is on Friday in the afternoon. You can bring things to the CV Rep um, uh, theater in Cathedral City right there um, at the corner of Cathedral Canyon. Uh, Best of Coachella Valley Readers Poll is going on right now. Jimmy Bogle at the Coachella Valley Independent will be rejoining our podcast next Friday. And tell us more. You can vote for the best of in various categories. And I believe John Taylor is, uh, is nominated this year. So that's kind of cool. John Taylor is nominated this year. Laura Rush yeah. is nominated this year. Laura and Rush. I am nominated this year. You too? What was your category? Realtor. Oh, Realtor. Of course. I forgot. So three out of the of four. I, I get nothing. And I uh, like it. No, no, no. It's fine. Uh, October, LGBTQ or LGBT History Month. And every day on Gay Desert Guide, if you click into the article about uh, LGBT History Month, 31 Days, 31 Icons, there's a new video every day about the icon of the day. So we are um, celebrating that month. And of course, we're celebrating the uh, National Coming Out Day on Sunday. 
As we uh, told you earlier, we've got a link on our website for that. Our virtual big gay bear hunt virtual speed dating is Saturday at 6 p.m. Did you say bear hunt? No, I said bear hunt. Okay, but play it back. I'm just <laughs> Uh, the Palm Springs International Comedy Festival starts this Sunday. It goes through the 18th, and there's uh, links on our website to that. And then we would also on Wednesday at 5:30, uh, a whole array of comedians co competing for the win there. Oh, nice, nice. All the events, the Zoom events, the virtual events hosted by the LGBT Center are on our site this week as well. We'd like to uh, welcome Johannes. They've opened back up and we have um, gift cards as our hot deal of the week, 30% off a $25 gift card. So that's just $17.50 when you visit the hot deals section of Gay Desert Guide. So that's a look at what's happening on our newsletter this week and our blog. Shan, uh, I know we've got a nice show lined up for next week. Do you remember who we have lined up for next uh, next week on the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast? Oh, way to put me on the spot. <laughs> well, I will I tell, tell you. you. We have uh, Sweet Baby J. Mm -hmm. uh, we have Jeff Taylor, Sweet Baby J from the Women's Jazz Festival. We have Jeff Taylor from Aging Positively. We are working on somebody about Spirit Day. Yeah. And, uh, there is a doctor who deals with specifically with HIV and viruses who is going to come in her uh, i don't have her name yet but dr oh. rush has found us somebody to speak more specifically on the topic of virus and and so forth so well good week, that's a great together. show and you and i uh, may be batching it again next week yep so uh, we will uh we will power through and we thank everyone for listening and or watching the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. Episode number 66 is what we're just finishing up today. And uh, get your kicks on episode 66. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. Like us on Facebook at I Love Gay Palm Springs and on the homepage of GayDesertGuide.com.